Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Hey, what's going on, Enjoy projectors? Welcome back to the show. I am here with Caleb Maciel today, a special guest. What's going on, Caleb? What is going on? Not much. And we just wrapped up Wildcard Weekend. We had a slew of games that were very interesting and fun, and some that were not so exciting and blowouts. So we're going to talk about them all today, and then we're going to go over the divisional round, and we're going to make picks this week. Sorry we didn't make picks last week. But, you know, things piled up, and hey, I gave you three podcasts a week and a half ago, so... You know, deal with it. But anyway, um, I guess we could just start with the big one on Saturday that happened, which was a really thrilling game and meant a lot to the Bengals pulling out that victory, Caleb. Uh, 26-19 against the Raiders. Um, Did you watch that game? Did you enjoy it? Watch the recap of it? What were your thoughts? Yes, I watched it from beginning to end. And, yeah, I was pretty impressed with the Bengals. Um, I was rooting for them to win, I think, they just have a fun team to watch, especially their offense with Burrow and Chase and uh, Joe Mixon. They're just, you know, they're just a fun team. So I was glad that they they moved on to the next round. And I, mean, I think the Raiders put up a good fight. And there was that that controversial play where they blew the whistle. And oh that yes, was, that was such a, <laughs> such bad luck for the for the Raiders. I'd be so mad if I was a Raiders fan yeah. because of that. But at the end of the day, I think the I think the Bengals probably still would have won anyways. Yeah, um, I think so too. But I mean, technically, on that play, once you hear the whistle, it's a dead call. Even if it's a touchdown and legal, everything was fine. It's technically supposed to be a dead ball and play stops. But I guess the refs just looked the other way that that time. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. I mean, they they blew the whistle while the ball was in the air, and it was supposed to be a dead ball. And what they, what they were supposed to do, from what the announcers were saying, at least. If it was like an inadvertent whistle or whatever, they were just supposed to replay the down and you know yeah. just kind of start over. Yeah. But I don't know. That was obviously like he didn't step out of bounds. If you saw that play, he, the ref thought he stepped out of bounds, but that's why he blew the whistle. But he did not. So I and, think uh, it was an inadvertent whistle, and they should have just replayed it down. But I feel like yeah, even as the ref, you should just be swallowing your whistle anyway at that point. Like he threw the ball, you don't know if he's in or out. Let the play happen. This is what I. Especially where they review all the touchdowns. Call it a touchdown and then review everything and then you can call it back if you need to. It's, exactly. It I reminds me of the way the way they do the VR when someone's off sides and they just let them go and score. If they're like if the ref's like unsure, they just they just usually just let them go now. Which I know VAR is only been yeah. a couple of years, but that's what they do and I like that because it's like if they did that with the NFL, I think there'd be less controversies with touchdowns. Just like just call it a touchdown and then we'll review it after. Yeah. They should default to touchdown every time. Or yeah. even like turnovers. If it's a pick or a fumble, just default. Because they, they do, um, those are also automatically reviewed. So they should just default to default if, interception. Default if, if the ref is completely unsure. If he's like, I'm not really too sure. It was right, close. Yeah, exactly. If it's then default. Blatantly obvious. Then yeah, yeah, if it's course. obvious, you know, just go with it, you know. But yeah, anyway, back to the Bengals though. Like how poetic was that with... Mm-hmm. With uh, the uh, Joe Burrow leading his team to score, and then the Raiders came came back down towards the end of the game, and they had a chance to win the game, and and uh, they threw a pick to the defense, what was it on the five or six yard line, 
it just was like a sigh of relief. The bang, I'm sure all of Cincinnati and the people in the, the stadium were just like, oh my gosh, not again, not again. They, we haven't won in, what is it, 30, 31 years playoff game. And they're about to lose again. And then boom, they make the, the pick at the very end of the game. It was pretty, it was pretty wild. Not for granted. I think the Raiders kind of got lucky that they were even in that position, but still, you know, they were there. So they had a chance to win and the Bengals pulled it out. That was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Raiders, I guess they had a good season. They had a, actually, they had a pretty crazy season with everything they, did. they had to go through. But mm-hmm. um, it was, a, I think, a big accomplishment just for them to make it to uh, the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely a big accomplishment and for them to go through ter- coach turnover in the middle of the year, not related to the coach not being good enough, but related to some other foreign incident. Like, um, that was out of their control. A lot of the team, the team stuck together with the coach. Um, that they brought on, and you know, it was a pretty impressive season. And you know, the, you saw that they had a, good, a lot of good fight. And you know, the Bengals could be that team in the AFC that represents in the Super Bowl. A lot of people are talking about it, so I think it's that bandwagon team people are really going after because they haven't won in a while, and it's a good story and all that kind of stuff. There's no one really you can hate. You got the young QB in Joe Burrow. He's mesmerizing. He's really, really good. He's not just like, oh, the Bengals haven't won in a while. They got a decent quarterback. It's like this guy's like fun to watch. Like, like I'm getting yeah, my popcorn legit. ready for a Sunday. Yeah, he's legit. And then with Jamar Chase, you just add to it. So, um, yeah, that's that is definitely the uh, underdog, like yeah, America's team that everyone's rooting for. I guess. A- absolutely, NFC. absolutely. It just they've got more and more appealing every week. It's pretty awesome. Okay, so I guess we have to go to the late game on Saturday that happened, which I'll force myself to talk about. <coughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the uh, the Patriots didn't show up to play in that game. Um, I talked about this a few weeks prior to this game that even happening about fundamentals and the way the Patriots have been playing and a lot of mistakes that have been made, and they just let the game really over overtake them early on. And then I, I really want to credit that interception really took the wind out of their cereals early. And it was one of the most unbelievable plays I've ever seen in my life. That safety came over and intercepted the ball on the left side for, was it Jacoby Meyer? No, it was uh, Nelson Aguilar who was about to catch it. And really it just deflated because it was a good good throw by Mac Jones and they were they were going down the field and they were about to, you know, it was about to be 7-14, get yourself back in the game, settle, settle down a bit, get the defense going, get them hype, but no, it didn't happen. Then all of a sudden... Ball gets turned over. Bills go down twenty-one. You know they missed the field goal, but they go up twenty nothing. Um, it's it's interesting because it's like I never thought I'd see a Bill Belichick team in a playoff game get that embarrassed. There was one other time where I felt that bad was when we played against the Ravens and we got knocked out in the wild card when they ran all over us in Gillette. Ray Rice like to open the game like at a fifty-yard touchdown or something like that. It's probably the only other time I felt like this about the Patriots, but I was I was blown away and it the only word is like oh, it's not like oh you you know, you guys almost almost played well, you know, you didn't play so well. You were embarrassed. It was humiliating what they went through and they got destroyed. They, they humiliatingly record setting NFL embarrassment. That's what it was. It was seven consecutive uh, possessions of scoring a touchdown which has never happened in the playoffs before. It was just, uh, it would, I don't, I don't know where, I mean, obviously going into the off season, it's like, you know, a couple of days later, you're like, all right, it's off season. We got to revamp. There's a lot of, we need to fix. We kind of knew that already and it's whatever, but that kind of sticks in everyone's head now. 
going into next year, if you meet them in the playoffs again and during the regular season, that they kind of own you. And hopefully it doesn't become too psychological. Hopefully next year when they play them, they can punch back. But that was pretty rough. And Josh Allen, I'm, and now I, I won't just flip to say that the Patriots suck. Josh Allen was unbelievable. And that whole Bills offense. I don't think that they're going to fare that well against their next opponent. I still think that they can win. But they, I don't know if they'll fare that well against the Chiefs. But the Bills are a good, good offense and they're peaking right at the right time. So we'll see how it goes from there. Do you have any thoughts on this Patriots and Bills game? Yeah, I, have, I mean, most of my thoughts, I think you you already touched on them. But, yeah, I think the Bills – I mean, I, I picked the Bills to win this game from the beginning, but I did not think it was going to be a blow like this at all. And I agree that that interception early on was, like, pretty much what changed the whole game. I feel like if that was a touchdown and not a pick, then obviously the game would have been completely different. And it's just kind of weird to see that the part – like, the Patriots' strongest – the strongest thing about the Patriots team is their defense, and the defense just completely. No, they left after the bye. After bye, the bye themselves. week. <laughs> they just have been none. Yeah, they did. And you know what it is? Yeah, That's what, I, the only silver lining in this entire thing is. I know, like, I know Max got to step up in all situations, but as a rookie, I feel like him in that spot in the playoffs, he made the playoffs his first year. The silver lining for me is like, Mac didn't do too much. I know he threw two interceptions, he also threw two touchdowns. But he played well. He made some great throws. It didn't seem early on like you let the pressure of the playoffs get to him. So that was the silver lining for me. Did he play perfect? No. He was, no everyone would play bad. But he wasn't. He particular wasn't awful. It's not like he went out there and he's the one who caused the loss of the game. Like you said, the defense was a huge reason. Penalties on offensive players. You know what was there? Twelve men on the field. I just oh disgusting. Like I just don't when I when I hear this stuff I don't think of Patriots football you know it's very alarming because I didn't think Belichick could let a you know a locker room go like that but maybe maybe there needs to be some changes and some new things coming in maybe some uh, other veterans from other squads or you know, bring in some rookies yeah. that can take the place people step up maybe some people need to go whatever it is. I, I'm glad. I'm not glad that they got beat that bad, but you know, I'm glad that they're out of the playoffs and they can reset. Because there was no way that they were beaten. I I, I heard a few people say the Bucks Patriots Super Bowl. Like you out of your mind. Like I get like the lore, but no, not even close right now. You can, good luck getting out of the AFC. You'd just be lucky if you did. But anyway, um, I guess we can. Yeah, you got more? Go ahead. Just the, the last, the last, <coughs> my last thought on this is, um, you know, they're gonna have to be facing Josh Allen for. Yeah, the foreseeable for future. So, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And the the last thing is, I mean, getting blown out like this in the playoffs is just something the Patriots never really go through for yeah. the last twenty years in the Brady era. But I don't know. I feel like this is probably more common with other fan bases. So, yeah, can't feel too bad. Can't feel too bad. Guys. I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's new. So, yeah, I, this is kind of just yeah. It's new, I guess. It's new. This is a new feeling for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad that's over. All right. Next game we had was the Eagles and Buccaneers. The morning, the Sunday morning game. Um, I pretty much exactly how this game went. It went 31-15. The Eagles really struggled at times. They sacked Brady a couple times early, maybe try to get some things going, but game settled down real quickly. They went up, what, 14, 24-0 at one point. And, yeah, they just kind of took this game pretty easily, um, did their job, and, and kind of – went with it what's your thoughts on this yeah pretty much i mean i think that bucks defense looked phenomenal and mm-hmm. that's like 
really good time for them to start playing well. Um, yeah, because yeah, the, because the, the Eagles thing. offensively are, are good, you know, they have a good offense. Yeah, they've, they've played well all good. year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think they had any chance of winning this game, but I thought they could make it competitive at least. But, you know, uh, the defense this game is... was over, like, very early on. Cause, yeah. I don't know, it just seemed like watching that game, the Bucks just, every, on defense, they just dominated them like yeah. crazy. Yeah. And... Stop after stop at two interceptions. It was, it was, it was a good defensive performance by the Buccaneers, and it's hard when you get sure. the goat on the other side. So, it happens. Exactly. Oh, this will be my favorite one to talk about: the 49ers versus the Cowboys. <laughs> Jimmy G versus Dak Prescott. Cannot feel bad for the Cowboys. We talked about this in the group chat. Cannot feel bad for them. And just even just the way it ended. I know you already heard me say this before, Caleb, but it's just comical how this game ended, and thus the Cowboys are still the Cowboys of this future. And I am hoping that Jimmy G can, you know, put up a fight against the Packers, but I don't think they'll win. But he played he played all right, and I think he turned the ball over once, which they normally don't win when Jimmy throws a, turns the ball over, but. 49ers had a good game plan. They relied on the run, play action, and stuck to their guns. And they beat the Cowboys. And the Cowboys just threw up all over themselves like we've seen many, many times uh, over the years of the playoff games for the Cowboys. <laughs> What's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, pretty much kind of reminded me of some of the Tony Romo days mm-hmm. with the Cowboys. And mm-hmm. just, I don't know, they're like always right there and they just find a way to just screw it up at the end. Um, yeah. What, get- yeah, I just think that was a... I just, I just think that was a really stupid play for them to run it right down the middle. Okay, I was going to ask you. Dak exactly should have gone that. down like a few seconds earlier. He should have went down, and they was just they just they just messed up at the end. I don't know because you know like, they would have given themselves a chance. Yeah. I don't think they even, even if it wasn't for that play, they still had a very slim chance to win the game because they wouldn't have to throw like a. They had one shot for a touchdown from like what the thirty yard line or so, and yeah, you know, the chances of that are super slim as well. So I don't. I don't think that play really would have mattered. It's just more of like the way it ended, and just like it's such, it's the, like like that's what the Cowboys it's are. The right Cowboys, now. they're not yeah. the, they're not the Cowboys of the '90s that won no. Super Bowls. They're just like, how are they gonna mess it up this time? The, the almost, they almost did it again. They almost, yeah. they almost made the Super Bowl. Not even this time, <laughs> but they, you know, it's just funny. They're especially even Romo's calling it and then like trying to explain to them how they have to hand the ball to the ref so he has to touch it and put it down. But yet the center puts right. it on the ground and the referee's trying to run over to the center and Dak gets in the way. They all fall on each other. It's just, oh my gosh, yeah, it was too perfect. It was too perfect. You can't perfect. blame, like, I don't care what anyone says, you can't blame the ref on that. The ref, they no. like, he needs to touch the ball. Like, it doesn't, it makes no sense for the player to place the ball. Obviously, there's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, no, I agree. So, like, there's, they, Dak should have gone down if, like a second or two earlier, then they would have given themselves a chance. Yeah, because they, they were cutting. Yeah. They, even if the ref had put the ball down, it still would have been cutting it very close. I don't, I don't know what. Very, it would have very had. close. Yeah, I agree. And then also at the end of the day, like the the Cowboys look so bad, they only put up seventeen points, mm-hmm. and their offense is supposed a, to be, and their defense. Both both offense and defense are really good this year, but they yeah. just they with a with a team like that, they should have done more. And I hyped, mm-hmm. I I definitely hyped them up this year. I was like, I was feeling a little bit more confident. The defense looked good. Offensive, so much talent, and Dak. I believe in Dak probably more than I believed in Romo, and I know people might take me for that, but I just think Dak is more of a 
it's not all about him. He's more of a team player. And Romo was a 500, 500-yard game guy, like, all the time. And sometimes he needs to pull back so they could, I don't know, in my opinion, to win championships, put too much on himself. Sometimes he had to do that. I get it. Because sometimes the team was bad. But, um, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the NFL wildcard round. Uh, was it Sunday night? Sunday Night Football, we had the Steelers versus Chiefs. I don't think a lot of people gave the Steelers a chance. They lost 21-42, but um, there was the first quarter looked promising. The Steelers got a lot of sacks. T.J. Watt was playing good. There was no score, and then the second quarter happened, and then boom, everything just started to collapse, and you know, Chiefs, Chiefs were the Chiefs, and they showed up and just beat a team that's, eh, they're average. They were lucky even to be there, which I want to add if you listened to two episodes ago, I called it the Colts were going to lose to the, the Jaguars. Okay? Let's go back and listen to that episode. I called it. I remember it. that. <laughs> and now the Steelers. I, I do remember that. Steelers made the playoffs because of that, so whatever. But uh, hilarious. I don't think this, the Colts would have had a chance against the Chiefs either, but, you know, nonetheless. Um, what's your thoughts on this game? Anything promising? Yeah, I mean, Mahomes just destroyed him. He had five touchdowns, like 400 yards, five touchdowns. Made it look so easy. Yeah, did what he wanted. Yeah, the Steelers, the Steelers kind of had no. I feel like they had no business being in the playoffs, honestly, because they no. looked so bad all year. Big Ben, yeah. great career, but now he can just make his way to the Hall of Fame and yeah. move on, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's cool that he made it to like he made the playoffs on his last game. Yeah, that is pretty but cool. The Chiefs are the Chiefs were just too good. It's so. a be, it's a better send off than when Brady threw a pick six and is at home. That was his last. No, that was a great saying off. Saying off. That was a, that was against the Titans. I remember. Oh, that. terrible! <laughs> 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 All right, moving over to what I thought was going to be an amazing game, and it was a total flop. And honestly, the Rams looked really impressive, though. On um, you know the defensive side of the ball, and they just took it to them. Rams over the Cardinals, thirty-four eleven. What's your thoughts, Caleb? Yeah, exactly. Like the the Rams look really good and I don't know the the Cardinals started off so hot in the year I think they were like 8-0 or something to be yeah. the year they were mm-hmm. the last undefeated team and then Kyler got hurt they lost um, Hopkins. Andy Hopkins and uh, the team just fell off the map after that I feel like they just weren't the same Yeah. and they just kind of collapsed honestly and this game was kind of you know the like the end of <laughs> their collapse I guess it just just got so bad. Kyler Murray looked pretty bad. And, yeah, I don't know. The Cardinals, I always, I like. I really like the Cardinals this year, but they just disappointed pretty bad this, in the playoffs. Yeah, Kyler was one of those guys I hyped up to in, during the year, and I was impressed, and I was ready to be like, man, he's like, you know, because he's small. You make a reference to Drew Brees, and I was like, man, you know, he's got some good, he's got legs, and he's doing, like, all these things. And I don't know, he just kind of, like, when he didn't have Hopkins, it kind of changed. And it didn't play as well. And then obviously he was hurt too, but it's tough to overcome. I'm impressed he made the NFL and he's playing so well. I still think he's a good fantasy quarterback during the year. You mentioned this to me. I agree with you. But as far as like a quarterback for a team going into the playoffs, I, I, to be honest, like what would happen too if like he had to play a team outdoors in the winter in January? I don't know. That's true. That's I don't know. True. I just don't, I don't like that matchup. I'll take Matthew Stafford and the Rams all day. I agree. Yeah, and that I mean that leads us to um, the next week with the Rams playing the Bucks, which 
that might be oh best, man that, one that, of the best games coming and, up for sure. And you know the Rams are hyped for this game too. Not only there's some players that were on that Super Bowl team that are still there that want to play against the Bucks and they want to play against, especially Aaron Donald. He's all he's thinking about is just ruining Tom Brady's day. And it's, it should be a great matchup for sure. I guess we'll start start here. It, who do you think's going to come out on top, Rams or Buccaneers? Um. So I did. I did fill out a bracket before the season. I know me and you did when we sent it to each other. So not not trying to brag, but I am a hundred percent so far. Zero. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick to my my picks. I I picked the Rams to beat the Bucks, and I'm gonna stick with that. You gonna stick and with I that? Mean, they both looked really good this past weekend. So now, now you got I, me looking mine up because I'm pretty sure I also <laughs> picked the Rams to beat the Bucks too. Let me see. This one's mine. Ah, uh, nope, I did not. I picked the Buccaneers to win, so I'm gonna go with the two. I'll stick with my guns because I picked them. Yeah, for me, it's not. It's more. It's more like I feel like the game is a toss-up. Really, it's not. So much oh yeah, no, I agree with you. Like I like both. Yeah, I think it's a toss-up. It's just my more of a gut feeling that I think the Rams are gonna come out on top on this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm in agreement because both teams have such good talent and a lot to offer. Both have good defenses quarterbacks i think it would really come down to if tom brady has a good day and he kills you then yeah maybe but i can also see that rams defense frustrating that offense i don't know it's tough brady's lost a lot of weapons this year too so we'll see we'll see if he can pull through that's i mean that's that's a good that's a really good point i think the bucks just their offensive weapons they lost godwin they lost ab brown obviously so i just feel like they're a little bit more injured right now. I'm trying to think what my 100% is. And, oh, just the Patriots. Oh, dang. We both guessed the 49ers win. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, that's the only difference right now that you have one up on me is because I picked the Patriots. I'm so stupid. Josh Allen is dynamite the last few weeks. Gosh. What was I thinking? All right, so you're taking the Rams. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm going to save that one for last. Let's go. Let's go over to the 49ers and Packers game. Um, and another NFC matchup here. Um, who, who are you picking here and why? Um, I'm going to go with the Packers. I just think, I mean, I think they're the best team in the NFL so far from what we've seen from the regular season. And mm. I think the 49ers have been good and are going to probably put up a good matchup. But I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to be on his game and they're just not going to be able to stop him, basically. Yeah, anytime I watch, I've watched the Packers this year, it's like Rodgers just, he's so calm, he just does whatever he wants. Like, it's like flawless. Like he just rolls around the pocket, so throws, and then like if they're down or they're not, you know, they're not playing well, all of a sudden he just comes in and just, mad, boom, 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 touchdown. Oh, we took the lead, and all of a sudden it's like a 30-point lead, and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Usually the first quarter sometimes can be rough, but then towards the end of the game, you're like, oh my gosh. Well, I've seen that multiple times with the Packers. They just look so he looks so comfortable. He even came out this right. year and said Aaron Rod uh what is it? Not Aaron Rodgers. What's the wide receiver's name? Uh Devontae Adams. He said he's the best mm-hmm. player he's ever played with. And he might not be wrong. That that boy is a great wide right. receiver. Like he's unreal. That was and, gonna be my next point. Like the the 49ers are not gonna be able to stop it. No, no. Like, I have I see I, no way that they no. that they stop him. They it, they don't have like a defense next, I think, that's gonna be able to compete. Right. I think the next round, like if yes. the Packers end up playing the Rams, like they have um, Rams or Bucks. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. And, you know, I think that he will give 
uh, Devontae Adams a good matchup, but I just don't think the 49ers secondary is going to be able to stop pretty much Devontae Adams. And then they have a great run game. They have a good defense. They're going to be at home. Aaron Jones, I yeah. I just think it's going to be too much. It's too much. I think so, too. I think the 49ers will make it. It'll look like it's going to be close in the beginning, and then they'll just float away, the Packers. But who knows? Maybe they can pull off a miracle. Cause I, but um, I'm with you 100%. Packers are going to win this game. They can't afford, after what happened last year, they need to go to the Super Bowl. They have a lot riding. There's a lot of pressure. But Rodgers is so relaxed. Right. He's, he's doing his thing. He's in, he looks like, really looks like he's enjoying himself, especially with all the offseason debacle. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with how Rodgers has played through all of this and kind of played extremely well. Like He's going to be the MVP for sure. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, over to the AFC. Uh, we're going to go Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs. This is going to be at the at the Bills, right? Or no, it's at the Chiefs. I can't see. Well, at the Chiefs. At the, yeah. At Arrowhead. So, who do you got here? Is this going to be – this should be, I don't say game of the week, but I, maybe this could be. It's got the potential. It's got two star-studded quarterbacks and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Who do you got here, Caleb, and why? Yeah, I'm definitely with you that this is the this is the game of the week. This is the game I'm the most looking forward to. Yeah. Um, aside from like any fandom that I may have with any teams that are left, just <laughs> from a pure like um, from I think what, what most people are going to be looking forward to the most is this game, and I got the Chiefs winning. I think they've just been they've just been on fire lately. So has the Bills as well. Like the Bills have been pretty good, but I feel like towards the end of the year the Bills, they were like I don't know they just kind of felt they fell off a little bit and they picked it back up. And, and they just the beat just they just beat a, and then, a bad Patriots team. Yeah, I I mean, both of them. I feel like both of them beat bad teams. Not bad teams, but yeah. teams that they were much much better than. That's true. In the first round, and I just think I don't. Know, I'm I'm picking the Chiefs. I think they're just on fire right now. They're at, I think being at home is going to be a big advantage for them as well. And yeah, it's going to be. I hope it's a shootout. That would be amazing, but. Uh, we'll see, and I, I think this is another kind of like a toss up. If the Bills toss-up win, I won't game. be surprised yeah. at all. It's, I just think Mahomes is going to be able to, you know, be the difference maker and get and just get it done. Uh, part of me, and just because you picked the Chiefs, I want to pick the Bills, but <laughs> I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. So <laughs> my my logic and my understand. I just think that the Chiefs. I'm like I'm like with you exactly what you said on that is. The Chiefs are peaking probably a little bit better, and they're playing a little bit better. Like I said, the Bills are playing well, too. They both played crap teams last week, but Patrick has been playing good consistently for like eight or nine weeks now, and he hasn't really looked back. He We figured himself out early on in the season. There was whatever was going on. He struggled a bit, but seems like things are rocking in, in Arrowhead in Kansas City. So I think the home field is going to be huge for this. It's Like you said, it's probably going to be a close game, but I'm going to give the nod to the Chiefs. But I am so excited to even just watch this game. And I wouldn't even be mad if I'm wrong because this game is going to be amazing. And excited for it, here for it. All right, Caleb, are you ready for this? This is the final game of the AFC. we got the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Tennessee Titans. Wow. This is Caleb's team. Obviously, this is why I saved this one for last. His Tennessee Titans the number one seed in the AFC. Here they are. Here they are. They're going to play their playoff game against the Bengals, who want it really bad. And Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase... Are they going to come overcome this? Can the Titans win this game, Caleb? Who are you picking and why? I did pick the Titans in this game, and I'm not being a homer. I just think, you know, I've been saying, I've been telling everybody that, that I've been talking to NFL 
with is that the Titans are like the fakest number one seed that I can remember in a long time. <laughs> like I have no idea how this team became the number one seed in the AFC. It makes it still kind of makes no sense to me. But having said that, they I just think I just think they're really well coached and they're just solid all around. Like every aspect of the game, they're pretty solid. And their defense has picked it up a lot. Like they were basically the like you can say they were the worst defense at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Towards maybe even towards like halfway. But um, I think that's completely changed now. I think their defense is way better now. And I do think they're going to have a hard time trying to stop um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, that, that specific combination. But I just think, I just think that team, can, they just know how to win games. And they will be able to get this win against the Bengals, who are still trying to find themselves. They, the Titans are kind of, I don't know, they kind of have been here t- before. Yeah, they, they've... It's like, like it seems like the Titans playoff team lately. So yeah, the Titans have like gotten better every single year. A little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Right, and I mean not to mention the part that the I mean the biggest question mark with this game is Derrick Henry should play. I guess from what I've been reading, from what I've been reading, he should play. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. I guess we'll find out. Obviously, he's been out for like the last ten weeks. This will be his first game back. Yeah. And if Derrick Henry is anywhere close to Derrick Henry, then I think they have a great chance to win this game. Yeah, not only that, like, the whole game-planning element, like, no one has... He hasn't been a part of the offense for a while now, and I think it's always tough when a player comes back. If he's healthy, the Bengals are in trouble because it just... If the team is tightened up on defense, their offense is looking really good, all their receivers are back, and then you add Henry to the mix and they were already winning... This makes this team right. really, really like a huge threat, and uh, this is a this is definitely a tough one for me. But if I have to lean, I'm going to lean coach. Quarterback's been there before. The moment by might be a little bit too big for the Bengals. Even though I will ride the bandwagon to the finish, I like both these teams, but I'm going to pick the Tennessee Titans as well. So I'm not going to deviate from from your pick. And so I guess the only difference we have is just one, but. Um, Titan, Titans are for real. I know you're like uneasy about them, probably because you're the, <laughs> you, you're a part of you know been, been watching them for so years. You've been times. let down so many times. <laughs> yeah, you're you're so close to the situation. But for me, the Titans, they proved themselves. When other teams were losing towards the end of the season, this is how you got to think of it. They were winning and they did their job. That's how they got the you know the number one seed. They just kept being consistent. And you're talking about adding Derrick Henry by far their best player on the team who's when he's in his mode he's an absolute beast and they're ready to unleash him maybe he's been good for a couple weeks now and they're just like we're just gonna hold him for the playoffs we're just gonna hold him for the playoffs and boom there you go they didn't care what seed they were i don't think and they ended up getting the number one they got an extra week off for him it's gonna be great that game's gonna be good too i think this is the the number well i don't know it's like weird i think the the rams bucks and this one is but but you know what i've already seen Brady, this one to me is the second best game like that I want to see because I want to see Burrow play in a big moment and I want to see the Titans see if they can make the AFC championship. So I think it's I think it's exciting times. I think these are some really good teams in the playoffs. I guess the only one that's like kind of surprising is probably the 49ers. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Good team. Yeah. Good team. Like they deserve to be there, but just surprised they've made it to the divisional round is all. Like I think right. the seeding was. A bit strange, so the Cardinals had to go up against the Rams, but that's due to the Cardinals falling off, so that's their own fault. But it's been good playoffs so far. I didn't. I, there was a couple blow, like I don't know, too much 
widespread games, not ones that came down to the wire. I hope we get some good games this week that come down to the wire. Same? Yeah, same. Yeah. It was, most of the games in the first round were pretty much, like we, we already kind of knew who was going to win midway through. Kind of. Maybe just maybe not the Cowboys game, but for the most part, all the other games were like kind of blowouts. All kind of blowouts, which is like, I don't know. This is what I come back to, like adding that extra playoff team in because of the the seeding and making sure additional people get in. You're, you're diluting the product. Yeah. I just don't want this to go a step further because, oh, you're seeded. Six, five out of the six games were all blowouts. Like that's... Telling maybe it's just a one year off, so you know we'll see how how it works out next year too. But hopefully there's more competitiveness um, next year. But well, I I don't know. I was nervous about this in general. But um, yeah, I agree. But extra playoff games mean extra money, so and more games for us to watch. So I mean, it was it, the, 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 yeah. Okay, so the other flip side of the coin was we got to watch two games on Saturday. Three games on Sunday and one game on Monday night. So that was pretty, for player. That was pretty dope. I won't lie. That was pretty yeah. nice. That was pretty I'm nice. Down with, I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down for that too. All right. Do you have anything more on football? No, I think we covered it. Yeah, I think excited, we, just excited for uh, these games to get get rolling. I know. Me too. I'm like super excited. I can't wait for this weekend. Um, okay. Uh, we get. We're just gonna go over the EPL. I think is the other thing, and then we're gonna talk about fixtures and stuff and. For just like a little bit of a preview, we're not going to get dive too deep for the matchups and stuff after the first for Champions League, but um, we'll go to what has been happening over in the Premier League and some of the matches and uh, things. There's been some change of power here, um, even with Mane and Salah. I know that you kept saying you were concerned about that, which you should have been, but um, here we go. Chelsea has dropped uh, a game and three ties in their last five uh, matches and Chelsea has dropped to the third spot. Liverpool is sitting on top in the second spot, and they've played two less games. 45 points for Liverpool, 44 points for Chelsea. Um, positive for Liverpool. I hope they capitalize uh, going here into this weekend. Um, they play against Crystal Palace, which is a team they should definitely be able to beat. Um, I did like their lineup that they put out there um, without Salah and Mane. They had Diego Jota. They played Ox and Bobby Firmino. And then the other week it was... Um, Chris Jones, I think, played, played on the wing. So they, they, they filled those roles in Liverpool. It seems to Man City keeps rolling. They keep winning. They won their five last of their games. They, uh, they seem well-oiled. Tottenham had a big game today. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Caleb, but this happened a couple hours ago. Tottenham was playing against Leicester City, and they were losing 2-1. to one. And in the 95th minute, they scored... A goal, and then the 96, they scored another goal, 1-3-2. They came back, uh, Bergu- wow. Bergwin. It was wild, and that was huge for them because it bumped them up into the Euro spot, and now they have a chance to still make Champions League and get into that fourth spot. So, And they've only played, they've got 36 points, as opposed to all the teams around, they've only played 19 games. So there's Everyone else is in the 20s, so it's... Uh, Oh yeah, it's look. It, it, yeah, the three games back, but they're, yeah. yeah. So they've got a lot more points to go. They could be easily sitting in that fourth spot by the you know in a couple of weeks. While they some of the makeup games that have followed uh, a lot of the Caribou Cup and um, FA Cup, it kind of gets involved in that and moves some fixtures around. That's why those games haven't been played yet. But yeah, so exciting times as the table looks. Manchester United they beat Brentford three to uh, three nothing. I think that it was. So at least they didn't lose. 
you know, Manchester United has struggled, but they seem to be playing all right as of late. So we shall see. We shall see how things roll because I still think Man City is probably going to win the league. They're just the most consistent. They didn't lose barely. I'm trying to think of what players they would have lost for the Africa Cup, but probably not many. So now is their time to make the stretch even bigger if one if another team yeah. slips up. And... and the only big player they lost was um, Mahrez, if I Mahrez, right? Yeah, Raheem right. Mahrez. Yeah, he Algeria, does. Algeria. Something like that. But... but that's like a wing position that is like Mahrez is fantastic, yeah, but they have they already had they have their bench is literally so a starting lineup. Already, yeah. yeah. That's that's the difference between Liverpool and City is like Liverpool's really good, but they're good based on chemistry and they're starting eleven. Not that they don't have weapons on the bench, but just not not as not as dope as yeah, City's. So like City's bench are like, my, holy crap. Myers comes out and then they just put in Sterling or Foden or Gabriel. Jesus, uh, Jesus yeah. It's like it's like okay. okay. <laughs> another <laughs> another dope player. Yeah. But um yeah, let's see. I'm gonna check the bottom of the table here. Um, let's see what who's 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 riding the struggle bus this year and who's coming up in the EFL. I'm just gonna check over on that real quick. We got the Norwich, Newcastle, and Burnley, which is surprising. Newcastle just got bought out by that huge um, Saudi Arabian oh, so group, and they're like worth a lot of money right now, and probably in the future going to be good. But you know, they're on the fringe, and it's they're at 20 games. Watford's at there. They're at they're only at 12 points, man. What a year to struggle after you get bought out. But And now, let's see. The, the EFL is crazy. Usually that switches and flip-flops. I'm usually the number one team by now is usually in, in position to see who's going to come up. It's probably my favorite thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listeners, we're talking about the relegation system in the Premier League. And three teams get relegated down to a lower league. And three teams get promoted from the EFL. So right now we got Fulham, Bournemouth, and Blackburn Rovers in the top three. And looks like Fulham, which Fulham has been a Premier League team for a pretty long time. They're like in and out, but they're pretty much you know a staple. They look like they have 54 points. The next number two, which is Bournemouth, who was previously recently in the Premier League, they have 49. So it's a pretty substantial lead. You go down four spots. They have to play in the play-in. QPR, West Brom. I mean, all these teams can potentially make it, but it looks like those three teams are are positioned for really, really good. And Darby County, man, bottom three. I don't like to see it. A couple of years ago, you guys were amazing. Um, that's who Mason Mount used to play for when he was down in um, the EFL for the year before he came up to Chelsea. He played for Darby County and had a really good year. And they almost they lost in the playoff to make it to the Premier League, Darby. So uh, it is what it is. Good team. All right. Now to the big kahuna, Champions League. Caleb, are you ready for this? We've got some great yes. matchups, and we what have been, oh, we have such a great. I, one of the matchups, I'm so very excited for, um, but we're, we'll start. Well, I'll say that one for last. But the first matchup is Salzburg versus Bayern Munich, which I don't think anyone's going to beat Bayern, but you know, especially Salzburg. But Salzburg is a good team. They played very well this year, especially in the Champions League. They're a good squad. Maybe a good matchup. Maybe they'll surprise us. Soccer is one of those weird sports, man. You can't. It's very hard to predict, but. Bayern is definitely the better team. Then we got Sporting CP. They have no, they have no chance. They have no chance. <laughs> Sporting CP <laughs> versus Manchester City. Hopefully Man City can also take no care chance. of business. Yeah, hopefully they take care of business. They have no chance. Oh, Beneficia versus Ajax. This should be a good one. I'll, I'll be on the, the Ajax team. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, Ajax is my yeah. team for the Champions League. Heck, yeah. This year. 
they're such a. Do you know they won the Champions League before way back? Well, it wasn't called the Champions League back then, but um, way back in the day, they're a historic franchise. They they've won it before the whole thing. So, oh, I, I, I recently yeah, I recently saw you know those like cool like um, emblem pictures with all the years of who won certain sports titles, and it was just for Champions League or like the European Championship, and Ajax was on there in like probably the sixties or seventies or something. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. But they've been a recently a really good underdog the last, like, four or five years. And then we got... Yeah, uh, they, they're just kind of... They're like a team that just produces a bunch <coughs> of really good talent. players that... Yeah, that just gets bought out by the big teams. Yeah. Like, usually, so... Kind of like Borussia Dortmund, but they didn't even make it this far this time. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. Chelsea and LOSC. This is the Parisian team, correct? Forget that team name. Yeah, a couple of teams snuck in there. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that's the French. The French, the French league, yes. Um, I mean, hopefully they can take care of business, but kind of want to see an upset here because I hate Chelsea. <laughs> so I hope they lose. <laughs> I think, I know I said like those teams have no chance, but there's always no, an no. upset. Like, it's soccer. Always, this is not. This is yeah, not. Yeah, there's always an upset. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that upset's going to be Chelsea. Sorry, yes, yeah, so soccer is a weird game. They say especially because they're former winners and they accidentally won last year. Um, <laughs> it's the strangest I was never just never expecting it but anyway um, a really good matchup this one should be awesome hopefully it lives up to it Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United this is a decent matchup here and both teams have struggled like in their respective leagues you know and had some bad games and some good games and we'll see how it kind of goes but I think for both of them I think for both Squads, it's very important they win and go to the next round. So, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I think this is going to be a solid matchup. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of funny that they're kind of like mirror image of each other this year in their own domestic league. Yeah, so, yeah. It's kind of funny that they're playing each other. Yeah, now. it is. It's kind of cool that they're they're playing against each other because one one will gain and the other one will fail. So someone will come up on top <laughs> there. Um, Via Real and Juventus. That's a cool matchup too. I like that. I think it's a pretty good. I mean, I'm looking for you. I think Juventus will probably win this, but Villarreal is a good team too. So I don't. I, I can't sleep on that squad. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's the same. And Juve hasn't been. I was just looking it up. They're fifth in the Serie A right now in the Italian league. Yeah, they haven't been like. They haven't been there it. killing it, but you know their team is still pretty good. Yeah, and their maybe team is still stacked. they should. They should definitely come out on top. But yeah, they should. I wouldn't be too shocked if Villarreal pulled up, pulled up the upset. That's true. I agree. Uh, Inter and Liverpool. Obviously, I like Liverpool here, baby. Let's go. But Inter Milan's a good team. They're a good squad. And be tough to beat. So, don't take anyone lightly, Liverpool. I think, I think Liverpool should take care of business. They shouldn't have too much problem, I guess. No. And then, for the best matchup of the draw of the 16, is Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid. I love this matchup. I think it's a good one. Obviously, I am supporting Paris here. They should beat Real. Real's a good team, decent team in, in La Liga, but I don't think that they should be beating Paris Saint-Germain. So I'm picking Paris here. Caleb, you got any got any uh, thoughts on this matchup? Exciting? Uh, I don't know. I just, this is definitely the best matchup on paper, at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of feel like Madrid is going to win, honestly. Really? You think so? Why. It's just that. Gonna win. Oh man, I don't want to hear that because yeah. I really want Man City or Bayern or PSG to be in the final. But even over my Liverpool, yeah, it would be cool to see. <laughs> definitely, 
I think I'll be rooting. I don't even know who I'll be rooting for, honestly. I kind of like both these teams, so. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I, I hope it lives up to the to the hype, at least, and it's some good games. But Yeah, Real's played well. They can definitely win. I'm just, I don't know. And, and I think because maybe we're, Messi isn't just not played as what I thought he was going to be when he went here, but maybe they're still trying to figure things out. Who knows? Yeah, that too. And I know, I'm pretty sure Neymar's not going to play at all since he, like almost, I don't know if he broke his ankle, but if not, it came pretty close to. Oh man, really no way, Neymar's injury. hurt. Yeah, he had an, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> he had a, like a, but this this was a really bad injury. This wasn't like a little sprain or something. This was like his oh, ankle man. was bent really bad. I think this happened back in December or November. And yeah, he's been out for a while. He's going to miss a few months, so. Ugh. So I don't think he's going to play at all, um, which honestly, I don't know if that's going to be good or bad for PSG. They they probably need someone else to come in that's going to be more of a, you know, team player with um, maybe have a little bit more chemistry with Mbappe and Messi. But at the same time, like Neymar is a crazy good talent. Still, so. Yeah, Paris, they still got Dia Maria. They still got really good talent on that squad. Yeah, so. they're, they're still, they're still they stacked. They still have what it takes to beat Madrid. But yeah, this should be a good game. I'm, I'm hoping for... I'm hoping for a lot of goals. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. They still have it what it takes to even beat City, like, with that current squad, even without Neymar. Like, you have Mbappe and Messi. Like, no excuses. You need to win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, and they beat. They were in City in the draw, in the group, the group draw, and they beat. Pretty sure they beat Messi. Yep, they did. Games. Yep, they did. Um, yeah, so they definitely have what it takes to beat, you know, the best team in the world, which I think most people would say is Man City right now. Yeah, for sure. All right, I guess this wraps up Champions League. Just a little bit of a preview there. Nothing too detailed, nothing too crazy. But when those games, the first uh, the first leg of those come out, we'll, we'll get amped, get ready. We'll talk about them. Um, thanks, Caleb, for coming on the show. Supporting, supporting Project Sports over here. Appreciate you. Um, Always. And then I hope I'm right about the Buccaneers-Rams game. Go Tom Brady. <laughs> that way I can have... I hope you're right, too. I'm actually going to be right for <laughs> Like Tom Brady's one of my all-time favorite players. I could never pick anyone from LA to win anything, so that's just me. Yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> but yeah, I, I also do I'm not think. My... <laughs> I'm just picking who I think who I think is going to win, not who I want to win. Yeah, no, no, I'm going based off that good defense you're talking about, the Buccaneers, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, thanks guys for listening to the show. Take care.